I was born December the 16, 1928, in Barnesville, Georgia. My mother died when I was a kid. I can hardly remember my mother. My uncle raised me till I was about 13 years old. Then he died. I lived with my aunt then for maybe a couple of years and thought I was a man. So I left and went to Florida. Stayed in Florida till I got 24, 25, somewhere like that. Then I was drafted into the Army. After I got out of the Army, I've been right here in Newport News, Virginia. But the childhood, uh, it's a rough time back in them days, you know, coming up. And, uh, I don't know. It, just, it was just rough. Yeah. It was rough. When I went to Florida, though, I had, had a pretty good time. They were used to go out and pick vegetables during the daytime. In Florida, it was something like a migrant worker state. You know, back in them days, I don't know what it is now, but back in those days, you could go out and pick beans, tomatoes, uh, stuff like that. You would make about $20, $30, you know, a day during that time. But me, back in them days, I made it a day and spent it that night. <laughs> you know, you're young then, you know, young. Until I got older, when I got older, then everything changed. I got tired of sleeping outdoors. And when it got me a room, and ever since then, I've been, had me a room somewhere like that. Mm -hmm. So you were just working and then just sleeping outside? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You didn't have a home, really? And Not then. No, after I went to Florida, I didn't know. And you were, how, I'm sorry, how old when you went there? I had to be about, I left when I was 13 or 14, wow. 15, somewhere along in them teens. I was in my teens. You know, it was crazy. It was wild then, anyway. What brought you to Florida? Why, why? Uh, first, I went to Homestead, Florida. Uh -huh. Homestead, Florida. Well, let me back up a little bit here. Let's see. I left home with a man named Eddie Dixon. I had his picture here somewhere. And he, um, he raised me, really, until I got 21. Then I was on my own. But I left Georgia with him because he asked me if I um, wanted to go with him. I said, yeah, I go. He said, well, I got to ask your aunt. No, he said, I got to ask your mother. I said, no, my mother did. He said, well, who you do with? I said, I live with my aunt. So he said, well, I'll act her. So he asked her, and she told him, say, yeah, go ahead on and take him. Because if you don't, he going to get in, you know, trouble and right. So I went on with him, and I stayed with him until he passed. Then I was on my own. Yeah. But it was a rough time. Though. Yeah, so when you were a little kid before that, what did your what did your mom do? Uh, she... I never seen my mom. But she, so she died real early. She, yeah, she died when I was real small. I don't, I don't hardly remember. Yeah. I never seen my father either. Because uh, they told me that he was still living, but would never tell me where he was. So I never seen him either. Mm. So you live with your aunt? You I live with my aunt, yeah. Uh -huh. until how she many died. kids were in the house then? Oh, we had, let's see, about about five. About wow. five of us here. One of my cousins, Clayton, he's still living though. And um, Anna Ruth, she was my cousin. She uh, she basically took care of me back in them days. I remember that long time ago, uh, rough time.
Yeah. Uh, she would only she was working somewhere. I don't know where she was working at, but she was working. And during the Christmas time, she, she didn't buy herself nothing for Christmas. She t- took her money and bought me a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not, yeah. It's kind of hard to talk about it. Uh, yeah. It's kind of hard to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. You want to get better? I'll get it. I'm going to get it. Hello? Oh, yeah, I never picked it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it's kind of hard. I, I, that kind of touched me right there because I was going to school back in them days and the shoes and the clothes I had on weren't too good. Mm-hmm. Shoes had holes in the bottom of them. Yeah. So she took her, she didn't buy herself nothing that Christmas. Mm-hmm. She took the money she had and bought me and passed shoes with it. And I never forgot it. I never forgot it. Back in them days, Annie Ruth, mm. that was her name. Mm. And she passed and going on now. It was rough back in them days, man. Yeah, just not much money, obviously. But I've always been crazy about music, though. I was, <laughs> I couldn't play no instrument, but we had an old pitchfork. I used to stick in the side of the shed and beat on it with them. Two sticks. I could play anything on the pitchfork, though. I could play anywhere else. Really? I could do. That's basically about my childhood. That's basically about it until up until now. Yeah. After I joined the Army, you know, and I've been here in Virginia it was, ooh, ever since, my Lord, it, it got to be 50 or 60 years. But how I, I got here, when I got discharged, I got... No, before I got this charge, I met Tom Body at Fort Eustis. It starts when I got this charge, I came back and started staying with him. He had a band, so I started playing with him, played with him for a while, and then me and him kind of fell out, and I got my own band. You know, been on my own ever since then. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like the Army was actually a really good thing for you. It was good for me, yeah. Yeah. Good for me, yeah. Going in the Army, real good for me. I hadn't been in the service. I don't know where I've been. Did you get the picture up there? What's that? Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. My dad talks about it the same way, you know. Yeah, that was the taking in England, that picture. In England, yeah. yeah. taking in England, uh-huh. My dad grew up in a children's home. Oh, yeah. And he went to World War Two, and that was a big... That changed his life. You know? It changed, yeah, it changed. The army changed me. Cause if I hadn't joined the service, I don't know what I would have did. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't, I don't know where I'd be. Mm-hmm. But by me joining the service and getting in there and knowing people and learning different things, mm-hmm. it changes you. They should have the draft now. It would save a lot of kids. Mm. It would save a lot of them if they had the draft right now. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I asked me some questions. I yeah, said. I was gonna say. So Florida uh, was a quite a time. You were you were really on your own, pretty much. I was on my own. Can you now explain this this person you were staying with? Who he was a friend. Oh uh, well, his name was Eddie Dixon. I stayed with him until he passed. Then, uh, well, it's a long story over there too. Because uh, when I first got with him, though, we used to he used to travel from state to state. We would start working and um. Picking potatoes, tomatoes. We started in Carolina, 
work on up to Virginia, Maryland, New York. Then we would go back to Florida. Doing you know, doing this other we seasoned workers. Yeah. That's what we were. We were seasoned yeah. workers, yeah. Then after he died, then that's when I got on my own. But I stayed with him until after he, he passed. And after he passed I had just turned twenty one. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy man. So, you know. And I've been on my own ever since then. I've seen a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of ups and downs. That's about all I got in mind. Yeah. I mean, so music was something that uh, you, you then taught yourself to play. Oh, yeah, I taught myself how to play. I've been created by music from here on up. And uh, I would watch the other guys play, and I would set, you know, after they leave the keyboard, I would get down there and I would play. I'm, if you could, if I could, if I could sing a song, I could play it. Uh-huh. Yeah. If I can sing it, if I learn how to sing a song, I could play it. It's just kind of a natural gift. Yeah, natural gift. Yeah, yeah. if I could, if I could play it, if I could sing it, I could play it. I could find the notes, and play it. Well, that was church in your life as a kid. Not that time. No, yeah. that happened after <laughs> after lightning strike. <laughs> <laughs> really, you weren't into church at all. No, nobody tell me nothing about no church back then. I ain't, I probably laughing at church people. Yeah. You know, back in them days, yeah. Nobody tell me nothing about no church. Right. The lightning struck this, that lightning strike changed everything. That lightning strike, boy. You don't be playing with that. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd have been in that room, I'd have been gone. It's amazing, huh? Yeah, I'd have been gone if I'd been in that room. But I was down there, let me, let um, Gene listen to Rainy Night in Georgia. When it happened, the lightning said, all the lights went out. That was it. So I came, sit here, Gene sat over there. I said, I got to go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. I looked in the room, my bedroom, and my suit was on fire. The one that I had wore that night before we went out playing. And that's when I said, Lord, trying to tell me something. That's when I started looking for a church to join. I joined First Baptist Morrison. That was up there around Denby. And um, Reverend Wooten, my pastor now, he had already joined that church, but he won't preach in the end. No, he won't preach. He was studying to be a preacher. So he was playing saxophone up there. And uh, I was singing in the choir up there, and they had a musician up there. Me and him didn't get along too good. He would pick a song for me to sing, but he would have it in such a range that I couldn't hardly, you know, couldn't, couldn't hardly sing it. And uh, I could play keyboard and stuff like that. And on Sunday morning, that he wouldn't be there. Instead of him letting me play, he would go outside the church and get somebody else to come in and play like that. So, so we never got along. But Rev, we got this church. He said, well, actually, I want to be his minister of music. I said, yeah, yeah. I'll be your minister of music. So we've been the first down here on Kickatan Road ever since. 28 years. Yeah. 28 years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Been right all your old friends think when you were, all your music friends think when you said I'm not playing any, any of this anymore. Playing rock and roll? Yeah. Oh, they, uh, they didn't say anything. They didn't yeah. say anything. Because most of them, not all of them didn't go with me, but some of them did. Because Fred, the bass player, he joined our church, but he eventually faded, you know, in and out. Like, you know, he never did uh 
stay there. And the, the Raymond Johnson, he's a preacher. He, he got a church over there on Washington Avenue, big church over there. Claude Eskimo, he went into the uh, repair business. He had a music shop there on uh, King, King, King Street or Queen Street in, in Hampton there somewhere. He got a repair shop where he repair saxophones and okay. stuff like that. And who else was Satisfield, he got killed in a car accident. Eddie Webb, he's still here. He belongs to uh, Reverend uh, Day's church. I think it's on. It's in Hampton anyway. Either. But everybody kind of scattered, you know. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So you're really one of the senior members of this neighborhood here. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been here a long time. Yeah. Well, it was some people here when I moved here. A lot of people that have them changed members about five or six times. People moving in, moving out, stay there a couple of years, yeah. move out. But I still been right here. I ain't going nowhere. 